Viewers are advised that the following program contains drug use, coarse language and sexual references which may offend some viewers. God, man, what is wrong with you? Has Snilly finally grabbed you with both hands and shaken whatever tiny piece of common sense you had left completely out of your body? Oh, I'm going to see and they're unresearched about... That was out of bounds! That was out of bounds! That was out of bounds! Geelong? What happened there? What happened there? Uh, yeah, I, think, I think football has changed a lot over the last 10 or 20 years as far as physical contact goes. Everybody went for goal. Stardom keeps it oh. back in. Did that really well. The Lingle kicked a Welcome to episode 64 of I to Kick That. I'm Joel Pierce. And I'm, I'm really sad about um, <clears throat> Nathan Buckley. Um, oh, fuck. I think that the greatest Collingwood person of the past, of, of the 21st century, is just, has been, has been uh, packed off, you know? Um, no bueno. I mean, the, the, the news no broke. Bueno. The, the morning we dropped the podcast last week. Couldn't have been worse timing. Uh, we were going to do it. Yep, it completely. Nathan Buckley fucking, Nathan Buckley fucked us. He did, he fucked Nathan us. Nathan Buckley, he, he, he single-handedly just went and looked, you know, you know what, I'm going to fucking make that new podcast irrelevant. I'm going to fuck it. All that good shit they had about fucking Carlton and stuff, you know, that's going to be fucking worthless. Them sh- they shut on the wrong coach, all right? And he probably listened to because it, it dropped, because it actually drops on like Tuesday night, but we promo it on the Wednesday morning. That's right. And I reckon he was listening to it Tuesday night and going like, you know what? I'm gonna fuck this cunt over. I'm gonna fuck these two little weasels. You know, even though lockdown is fucking pretty much stringing them to their last fucking, you know, their wits end. You know, you can go out and you can fucking shag someone on a fucking on a table as long as it's in a licensed bar. You know, that's fine. But if you dare fucking lift up a dumbbell or walk a meter into someone's house, the cops will fucking come in and they'll fucking strangle you with a face mask. That's right. That's hot takes. That is Victoria right now. So to sum up, between Dan Andrews and Nathan Buckley, this podcast has got some open wounds, you know. We've got to flesh them out. We gotta, we gotta take them on. We gotta grab, we gotta grab them by the skin of the feathers on those pies. Know what I mean? We gotta, gotta we we'll uh, walk through it. And I mean, unless you've been living under a rock, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm pretty sure you're aware Nathan Buckley uh, retired. But in case you've been living under a rock, morning. We begin with breaking news this morning. Under siege, Nathan Buckley has stood down as head coach <laughs> of the siege. Collingwood Football Club. With just three wins this season, Buckley's position was viewed to be untenable by many, despite his decades of service to the club as a player and coach. Yeah, under siege. That's a poster we need to redo. The fucking the Steven Seagal movie Under Siege, except it's fucking Nathan Buckley's face. <laughs> and maybe that's a new job for him. Maybe was, he should become a Navy chef. I was thought you were gonna say maybe he should become a fucking um, Australian action star. He could do that. He could do it. I can say that. Just chart. 
just charging into buildings. Fucking the lip injection nurses. That's well, like he's, he's got the sidekick wife thing going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, him and Catwoman jumping around. He yeah. has to constantly save Eddie Maguire. That's like his, that's the, the you know, every episode he's saving Eddie Maguire and Eddie's like, ah, oh, I shouldn't have said that about him. <laughs> and then fucking, you know, as, as a man of a uh, certain background is trying to punch Eddie Maguire, you know, he's like, stop. He didn't mean it. You know how, what it's like performing on live television. You say things you never mean. I don't know where I'm going with that, but yeah. Yeah, I, I wrote him a special song. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? Oh, uh, let me play it. Nathan Buckley, I, I believe so. Another turning point, I drive back past Palm Road. Eddie grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go. So make the best of this rest and don't ask the missus why. It's not a question, but the reason you left your wife. It's something unpredictable but black and white Oh Bucks, I hope you've had the time of your life So take the photographs and still frames in your mind Chuck them on a shelf with BNF snow flag inside It's something unpredictable You fuck the salary cap and to go he's doing time <laughs> And he has quit the board and Joffa fucked a child. You want nothing, box, <laughs> and we don't really mind. That one's for you, box. He will be missed. Oh, man. Strangely enough, he will be. It's amazing. Like. I don't want to be all fucking media watch on it, but it's amazing how one week they're all like, Zach Buckley, fuck Buckley, he's a ruse, he's poison for the Collingwood Football Club. And then the following week he's like, he was one of the greatest coaches ever in the game. He did so much for the game of football and we should all stop and have a moment of silence for Bucks. Well, we all love Bucks. Man. Th it's, like, it's the same thing as when they sacked um, Eddie. Yeah. Eddie was like, you can't have him there. He's poisoned for the club. He's destroying the club from the inside out. Eddie, Eddie makes a press conference. I'm retiring. People are like, he retired. It's time too soon. Like people going out to go like, Buckley, it was, it was too soon. It was not his time. They didn't even want him to finish out his fucking coach. They told him, we're sacking you. And then he said, can I do the rest of the year? And then they said, maybe. Do you want to do it? Then he was like, wait. Do I still get paid if I don't? Nah. I'm fucking over doing it. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he actually says a couple. I've got some, some from clips. But before I get to the, the Buckley clips, uh, I, t I told you earlier in the week about my uncle, uh, Jumpin' Jack Millier, who is the biggest fucking mm -hmm. Nathan Buckley fan of all time. Like, he's, he, he's a literal mm -hmm. one-eyed Collingwood supporter. He used to wear a Nathan Buckley number five eye patch to games. <laughs> now the beauty of this thing is it was his fucking birthday the day Bucks called it quits. Damn. None of my messages were responded to. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's time for a great fun fact about Nathan Buckley's career. Uh, Nathan Buckley 
never won a game of professional football on his birthday. Well, there you go. Just, you know, in something in tune, you know. Your, your uncle and Buckley, they had something to bond over. Just just eternally sad birthday. Yeah, perpetual, perpetual losers. Good on them. Uh, yeah, here's, <laughs> here's some bits from Buck's uh, press The best bits from Buck's press conference. Go straight to Nathan Buckley, who as always was putting the magpies first. At any stage, I was up for doing whatever the club were asked of me uh, in any role that I've played. So um, I reckon if Wrighty said to me, no, we need you to stay on, I reckon I would have found a way. Yeah, so... Who so- you get sacked? What's that? Who did get sacked? People saying he retired. People keep saying he retired. He just said it then. He says it more. If they asked me to stay, I would have stayed. He says it more. If they asked you to stay, I didn't ask you to stay, mate. My messages, um, my manner, um, the way that I lead is is established. And I, I, we had a general sense that it was time for, for something different. There was time for something new and something fresh. It was clear that there was an appetite for change in the in the program. And, and I could sense that as well. Nathan, as a leader, <laughs> and as importantly and more importantly as a person, has huge respect throughout our football club and across the whole Collingwood community and AFL community. We respect him enormously, and so it is with great sadness that whilst it's the right decision for the club and for Nathan, it does come with a heavy heart and great sadness for us all. Nothing lasts forever. I was going to be tapped at some stage, but there's there's no doubt. So he says it there again. I was tapped. Club. So yeah, he definitely Mate, did not resign or step down. The way they're talking about this Buckley bloke, I mean, why aren't they? They should. They better be interviewing this guy for the Collingwood job. If they're serious about getting back up the top of the ladder, <laughs> I mean, this guy, fuck, he's going to be the one of the best coaches I've ever heard about. What do you got? Oh, he's such a good coach. He's a good example. He'd That'd be, be so fucking Collingwood, though. It would be super Collingwood for them to re-sign Nathan Buckley at the last minute at the start of next season. I actually um got a leak. It's uh it's because well I mean fuck it in all within all spoilers uh if you haven't been, if you've been living under a rock um the Melbourne uh, okay Melbourne Demons are on top of the ladder uh huh but they just lost. They did. To fucking shocking, Collingwood. Shocking. Two shocking statements. Yeah. And Collingwood, no one on top of the ladder. Best team in the comp. Yep. Collingwood, they're playing limbo with North Melbourne. They're challenging to how, how low they can go. Yeah. But uh, uh, apparently the plan is to sack Nathan Buckley next week again. Again. And then... And then they beat. Uh, actually, I think they got a buy this week, so they actually might take their time. But you're going to sack him next week. Hopefully, win the game. Then uh, sack him again the week after. Mm-hmm. Win. Sack him again. Win. Sack him again. Win. And I mean, it's mathematically impossible to make finals. So they're fucking. They're trying. They're selling finals packages with the 2021 memberships now. So, I mean, uh, well, they should be. Looking pretty good. Look, Just keep sacking Nathan Buckley to the top. Army. Yeah, apparently um, Gil Mao Dong, that wet blanket of a cunt, Ugh. apparently he said that, uh, yeah, apparently he said you're not allowed to sack a coach every week. So, I mean, well, that goes that idea. Well, that goes the second half of most AFL seasons. Don't they just fucking sack coaches left and right around this time? I mean, team... no, 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 everyone's allowed to sack a coach. 
Just not allowed to suck one every week. Oh, not every week. Okay, fair enough. Um, Ed actually mm. gave a little bit more information on the story. Mid-season coaching departures are always messy. They always, to me, portray a picture of a club in a bit of a crisis, and I don't like that it happened for Nathan Buckley mid-season. It I just doesn't seem I understand right that they uh, had been talking about it the last couple of weeks. Uh, they got to conversations as late as Thursday, bunkered down for the game against yeah. Adelaide, got themselves set, and then Graham Wright and Nathan Buckley went for a long walk on, on uh, Monday and uh, came to the conclusion that uh, was announced today. So, yeah, he got taken for a long walk like a fucking old dog that's about to get shot in the forest. Cunt, that sounds like fucking... That sounds more like the godfather than the fucking old dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it reminds me of the old Gary Ablett No one's pulling bridge, you back in, Bucks. The old Gary Ablett bridge story where Malcolm Blight met him on the bridge and was like, if you're fucking serious about playing football, cross the bridge. If you're not, fuck off home. So I think he took Bucks out and was like, mate... You're done. Are you serious about... Now, Nathan Buckley was the one t- saying that to him. Look, mate, if you're serious about running this football club, you better walk me through that forest. And he goes, look, mate, I don't think you know how this goes. <laughs> I, I get to sack you. No, I am I run Collingwood. Not you. No, 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 Bucks. No, 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 no. The Buck, ironically, does not stop with you. Yeah. Uh I mean, it was a decent press conference. He didn't fuck it up. Uh, good old Uncle Rossi Lyon uh, chucked in his two cents. It's symbolic. That from, from a coach... Like, I didn't get a presser, but um, that probably speaks volumes. But, um, but I, I think, Neither time, in fact. Well, it, the other one was choice, so... <laughs> yeah, I like that one. That was funny. He just lets us know, like, ah, fuck off. Yeah. Thank Kilda didn't sack me, all right. That, that shit, that rabble of a fucking shithole. That that place did not fucking. Nah. That fucking AFL excuse of a fucking meth lab did not sack Ross Lyon. All that right? was the, that they, was. They, they, they didn't get to. I think that was the closest we'll get to hearing Ross Lyon go. Go oh, go fuck yourself, Caroline. You know what happened to St Kilda. <laughs> uh, but Ross Ross wanted to. Um, that's not all he wanted to do. He wanted to put a uh, bit of... Put some respect on my name. He wanted to get some respect put on uh, Nathan Buckley's name, so he had this to say. Can we pay some respect to the position and, and the weight that Nathan Buckley carried this put year? Put some respect we, on my we name. We know what the history's been over the last nine months. It's been tumultuous. So no one could name the six board members of Collingwood. No one could almost name a list manager. But Nathan Buckley, as senior coach of that club, carries the whole face of the club and the load... And when players are coming in and the cameras are on and they're avoiding the cameras, what do you think that team meeting's going to be like? What do you think their first rep Taking of the bench Taking sides press? in a board battle, Ed's dramatic departure, it's the do-better report, toll. the end-of-season fire sale, yeah. Bucks' own COVID <laughs> transgressions last year. It's been a mess for yeah, quite a while. Yeah, it's been, well, it's taken a toll on Nathan, I think. Yeah. But to see his growth from Put a player to an initial coach and the vulnerability he now shows and the leadership, you know, he's one kick away from being a premiership coach you know, you're talking about six points. Would he have been moved on in the context of... It was a final, famous final last year against West Coast. A grand final, a prelim. I, I think it's a really so hard decision. you're saying it was let down? I'm saying it's a hard decision. Yeah. If Bucks had won that premiership, there's no fucking chance he gets sacked. Of course. Yeah, but I hate that Because then he's a mortal. Like, you know... I had that part though when he says like he's the front, he's the face of the club. 
and he'd a bird a bird, and no one could name the list manager, and no one could name the bird. It's like everyone could name everything in that place because the fucking whole place is cancerous. So, yeah. like, if you know the fucking names of the fucking... If you know the name of the list manager, that's not a good sign. No, it's not. You're not meant to know the name of the list manager. You only know that when there's a fucking problem. And Ross Lyon's only getting bitchy because fucking Ross Lyon is the only person to have played, to have more seasons than Nathan Buckley without a premiership. Yeah. Ross Lyon has 24 seasons as player and coach and no premiership. Buckley only has 23. Well, so I reckon part of it to, was Buckley going, brother, I'm not doing it. I'm not taking yeah. a mantle. I'm well, not coming at the king. Uh, well, I mean, according to Eddie, Ross Lyon is... Well, the short-priced favourite at the moment is you. Yeah, he reckons that uh, Ross Lyon's a short-priced favourite to be the Collingwood uh, coach next year. Uh, I reckon it's either him or... It's got to be him. Or they're going to go with a young guy that no one really knows. I've heard the weird, like they're throwing Chris Scott's name in there. Like the, he'll he'll take the interview, but he's he... not going to fucking drop Geelong to go fucking coach Collingwood. I reckon he won't this year, but that's nah, like trading in your Porsche like, for a fucking so Datsun. Yeah, why? No, because like, why would anyone want to coach Collingwood though? Like a good coach. Like, it's going to be a bit of a slog. I hope they go with um, Multi. Get Malthouse back. Yeah, I, 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 I think that's him, a great I want idea. I fucking driver's seat. I think it's yeah, a great idea, and I think it's a seat. fuck you to Nathan Buckley as well, which is great. Yeah. Like, I mean, but that won't happen. I think no. maybe Ross Lyon, but even Ross Lyon's a bit old. I mean, yeah, I, I think don't so know. Too. They say maybe, um, but Choco Williams might get it. Mm. That's fucking a bit. But he's a crazy cunt. I mean, apparently the reason he can't get a job is because he's insane. Um, like, he's just insane to, like, to work with. He's yeah. a fucking crazy person. All but right. then, hear me out, hear me uh, out. Hot takes. We rotate all three shores, right? Tony, Heath, and Reese. <laughs> we have them on a rotating roster. They do fucking one week, one round each. Right, whoever at the end yep. of the season has the most wins is allowed to coach finals, assuming they make finals. But like with the <laughs> with the Shaws coaching, how can you fucking fail? Right, they make finals. <laughs> that one becomes the fucking head coach of Collingwood. My money's on Tony, right? And Tony then becomes the no, new I'd head say, coach. I, I reckon. I reckon it's a the constant revolving door because then when Reese loses another game. His mental health will be protected because they'll be like, "Look, I'll be back in a month." They'll forget how shit that last game was. Exactly. Tony might put put one. Tony's performance will be worse than Reese's. Heath, I might believe. I think Reese Heath might be the one that actually gets the win on the board. Yep. And uh, yeah, I think it'll be great. Yeah, revolving door of Shaw's. Fucking the rolling door of Shaw's. Oh, you've already fucking nailed it. There's the marketing campaign, Collingwood. Get on it. Um. Yeah. There you go. I mean, fuck, the way they do the captain's like list now, how it's like a leadership group of 15. Why not do that with a coaching staff? Then mm. you got less, and then there's no cunt to blame, you know? Like one of them, different cunt confronted each week. Why don't they protect themselves like happen. that? No, nah, it won't. You need, nah, a, you need a dude to point at happen. and blame. You need, like, that's what the coach I, is. I reckon the best one, there is the one, there's one person who might get the Collingwood job 
who I think is the best person to get the Collingwood job. It is, it's the most beautiful fucking metaphor of how shit life is, mm-hmm. is I want Michael Voss to get the fucking Collingwood job. It's been, it's been talked Voss about. To come in. Yeah, I want him to come in and that, and I want him to win a flag with fucking, I want him to win a flag with Collingwood because then that's going to be, as he lifts up another premiership cup that isn't his, that's got to be about as close as Nathan Buckley will ever get to being a cuckley. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Nathan that'll be as close. Watching, <laughs> that'll, that'll be as fucking close as what Nathan Buckley ever gets to have to having to watch someone else fuck the dental nurse or lip injection assistant he's having sex with. You know what I mean? Like that'll be that'll be what it's like, you know? Oh fuck. It's it's I'm crazy. on board. I mean, honestly, I reckon it's I, I feel sorry for Collingwood. They just lost one of the informed coaches in the competition. Yeah. They're in form. They're in form. I just the beat the top quit. side. Yeah, the coach quit. Disgraceful. The coach got sacked that he beat the number one team. <laughs> how about how about we one like they thought one round we let the number one ticket holder coach? <laughs> they should just fucking fuck around with. I would love it if they just turned the rest of their season into a joke. Yeah, they just let like you raffle raffle off a ticket. Winner gets the fucking um coach Carl Col- Col- Collingwood for the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> they're all worried about oh, losing really. money if they fucking did that can you imagine how much cunts would pay incredible amounts of money to say yeah i was the head coach of collingwood against carlton in 2021 <laughs> i reckon they should do it people go they will lose it it'll be the and best the best part is no one will have no one will have more excuses than that guy. And they're saying like, so "What do you think?" What, what <laughs> the was press your game conference. Plan? You think the was press your conference afterwards <laughs> will be fucking magic because he he doesn't have to go to work next week. He can say whatever he wants. Yeah, but like, oh, that'd be the be- yeah, that'd be the best. But it'll be never be you'd never hear more excuses <laughs> in a fucking press conference after that, or you'd never hear more players declared retired. After what after that game, and the guy would be like, "Yeah, look, Pendles is done. I've loved Pendles for years, but as a Collingwood supporter, I believe his time is up. And as a Collingwood coach, former coach now, I believe his time is over. As is uh, Steel Side Bottom and Dugowie, I believe we should trade him. Even if we get two first round picks, we should trade him for that. You know, I'd love if they get like a, just a hardcore nuffy just to come in and coach the team for a week. That'd be the Bet. <laughs> all the hot takes. He'd be replanning the board on Wednesday. He'd be fucking making them. He'd, he'd come up with a new weight regime by Friday, and then Sunday they'll be just exhausted, and then he'll get done for fucking doping. <laughs> like, what do you mean we're not allowed to feed him caffeine pills anymore? <laughs> they'll declare war officially. Declare war on Port Adelaide. <laughs> Uh, all right, just uh, they do before... a fucking players meet and greet outside Centrelink. <laughs> <laughs> the family day in the waiting line. <laughs> the waiting day at Centrelink. Uh, oh, is that all we've got on Buckley? Yeah, just yeah. Finishing up on that, I'll uh, I will cut to a uh, an old Nike ad with uh, a Actually, very. Wait, well, there's um, 
I believe there is, uh, before we go to our ad break, there is, um, I've actually got, because um, Buckley didn't look happy after they won. After they won that game, after they won, he kind of looked like, no, nah. uh, yeah, yeah, well, uh, that's it. It's over. Didn't look, didn't look ecstatic, and I think that they actually wanted Buckley to coach because that way it would take the heat off Harvey. They thought like maybe yeah. let him start with the best chance of getting a win. Yeah, they did that, which I think is stupid. They need Harvey to lose because if Harvey wins like fucking six games or something, that's their worst nightmare. Because then they'll rap. Yeah, their fucking rabid supporter base will be like. Why would we get someone else in? Why would we get fucking Michael Voss in? He fucking ruined Buckley's career. Why would we get him in to fucking coach when we have Harvey here? Hashtag Harvey. Hiya Harvey. Hiya Harvey. And that'll turn into a thing and they'll get fucked with that. Um, also, I would like to say one other thing um, on the Buckley thing before we leave that uh, that segment. Um, People bring up all of Buckley's accomplishments, all right? The Brownlow he won, he shared it with two other guys, all right? Now, if that ain't fucking Cuckley, I don't know what's even cucker than Cuckley. You know what I mean? He's fucking he's sharing a Brownlow with three other guys. I mean, I don't even know how you fit three other guys in a Brownlow. <laughs> but, and on top of that, the Norm Smith he won, he won it in 2002. Uh-huh. Because he had a, a great three-quarter time performance. Yeah. And you know what was special about that, Norm Smith? That was the last time they did the voting at three-quarter time because he got outshunned completely by Michael Voss. But for some reason, up until 2002, they decided there's not enough time to do the voting. Wow. After the fucking... I didn't uh, know that. Siren, we got, so Buckley yeah, fucked so that up as well. The, yeah, Buckley was the last one because as soon as he won it, they went, mm, he shouldn't have won that yeah. because Michael Voss had like a, a brilliant fucking dominant fourth quarter yeah. against the fucking Pies. He almost single-handedly just dragged him across because the Because a losing and they at that and they went, a losing team, Norm yeah. Smith, is a fucking rare thing. Like the only other one I can think yeah. of is Gary Ablett Sr. in the 1989 grand final against Hawthorne. Oh, yeah. And he's yeah, sitting on the ground with it around that. his neck in fucking tears. Like, it's... <laughs> when he gets it, you can see that but look yeah, on his face only... like he wants to throw it into the fucking crowd. Fuck this thing. Like, I want the other one. Um, We got a... What do you call it? But, yeah, I've, I've got actually just one last clip to play. It's... um. It's actually Buckley. It's a recording. I've got a, I've got a leak recording from inside the Collingwood department. I mean, uh-huh. the, the Collingwood uh, dressing room after the game. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm getting mixed up. Yeah. Live exclusive. What the fuck was that? What the fuck? You haven't even played. You haven't done anything for what? 10 weeks? And then all of a sudden you're coming out to win. Who the fuck did that? Pendles. You did nothing for him for weeks. Fuck you. What the fuck? What? Jamie Elliott, you scored a goal and pulled him out of your ass. You scored six last week. Where the fuck were you? I pulled you out of that fucking brothel and then all of a sudden, yeah, very gay, Lily had to make up and excuse you were injured on game day. You fucked me. I don't even give a fuck about you pick 30. It's not up to you. You're a bunch of losers that are going to play 100 games that are fucking completely forgettable. 
Fuck you! Oh, who else have I got here? Side bottom? You ain't made out of steel. You're made out of wet tissue. You fucking pussy. You're nothing. Fuck off. The amount of people in this dressing room that have won a fucking premiership is a fucking disgrace because I haven't won one and I never will. You fucking losers. When I'm coaching the Gold Coast next year, I will make sure I will get Matt Rowe to fucking destroy all of you and then fuck the ball in front of you. You're useless. Who else have I got on this list? I'm the goalie. Why can't you bring any of that off-field energy onto the field? You fucking loser! I need more out of you, you fucking pathetic cock! Nasty more. Holy shit, I've never met a more hyped up cockhead in my life. Enjoy fucking, enjoy wherever club you move to. I'm the last one. Ah, oh, my favourite son, Grundy. You got no passion and desire in you, you fucking loser. I don't know what to say to you. You don't even want to be a footballer. This is my dream. This has been my dream to win a flag. Now what am I going to go do? Raise my son. He knows I'm a loser because I instilled good values in him. He knows he can never respect me because I'm a fucking loser. And now I'm telling him I'm going to spend more time with my kids. I can't spend more time with my kids. They're at their mum's house. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Damn, fuck. That was, pretty, that, was, that was a good one, wasn't it? That was a good one. That was a good clip. I'm fucking crying. That's a good clip. That's a great clip. I tried to laugh off mic as much as I yeah. could so it could be reused. That needs to be out in the world, Alessio. I can't believe you got a hold no, of that footage right. from the rooms afterwards. Amazing. I know. I Buckley know. finally I know. showing the passion good... we knew he had inside him all along. Oh, no, I, I think that's been going on every week. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that was a fucking... I don't think that was a retirement special. I think he's been serving that up every week. The players are there going, oh, another one of these? Oh, yeah, just tune oh, it here out. here we go like, again. Oh, it oh. Yeah, just, ah, oh, come on. He'll be gone soon. He's not here next week. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, after that, <laughs> amazing. Uh, I mean, that's fucking one of the all-time great sprays I've ever heard. Uh, after that, we're going to do a quick uh, Nike ad. We've got Nike doing ads on the fucking uh, podcast now, that's Alessio, right. uh, with a familiar that's voice. Right. We're fucking we're, we're destroying it. It's amazing. It's amazing. You want to spill blood on the same patch of grass as the men that came before you. It doesn't separate men from boys. It tears them apart. Broken fingers, two shoulder reconstructions, 40 stitches in my face. I'd recommend the game to anyone. I've walked off the field with fewer points than my opponent, but I've never walked off the field a loser. Just duck it. Oh, was that a um, was that a ad from a? Um... Was uh, it? Nike with uh, Nathan with uh, with Wayne Carey. Wayne Carey Nike ad from '94. Fucking good one too. Oh wow, yeah, wow. That's my he. I mean, that is my favorite favorite advertisement featuring an indigenous athlete from this country. It's, it's, it's got to be up there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's got to be up there. Oh, I like. Oh, I do smart. like the one that uh, the 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 coach 
the coach guy uh, Briggs and Adam Goods did, which is a perfect segue to our next uh, segment. The day did have a note of sadness to it once you'd reported, Robbo, that Adam Goods had made the decision to decline his induction into the Australian Football Hall of Fame. It, it has caused a, a revisiting of the traumatic circumstances in which he left the game. It has reignited conversations from five years ago of entrenched positions, which did leave me to wonder, no, no wonder Adam Goods wants no part of footy in his life at the moment. When uh, yeah. So, I mean, this is probably the most fucking outrage that was out about it. Everybody who heard about it was kind of like, yeah, that makes sense. Why the fuck would Adam Goods do that? Oh, you're forgetting the, the fucking, I mean, the thousands and thousands of fucking football supporters and including people that probably listen to this podcast too who were sitting there going, He's a fucking cockhead. Well, fucking, how dare he fucking not respond to his fucking, it's a half of fame. How dare he not fucking do it? He's a disrespectful cunt. Fuck me. I fucking hate him. You know, you're forgetting about them. Yeah, you are forgetting about them. I'll keep it going then. And yeah. if he did open the door to that, like that's all that comes. What, what was the reaction through? with dealing with the public today on your radio? Uh, it, was, it was split in the way that it always is. There are those of us who's... Uh, oh, that's a nice way of saying, you know, plenty of racists called in. Uh-huh. Right, uh, that's a great way of fucking caught the fucking hell. Oh, Those cunts always sound I like a rabbit I used to religiously listen to SEN, and the amount of airtime they give racists, like, they'll let them go for long enough for you to be like, okay, they've gotten their racist message across, now you cut them off? Like, you see it coming. Nah, they give, they give them a... They give him enough time for you to listen and be like, you know what? He's fucking <laughs> I don't right. I agree with all of what he's saying, but I think he's starting to get me across the other yeah. side. Dude, yeah. As soon as you hear, <laughs> he as, for Parliament? as soon as you hear like a caller call in and start talking about fast twitch muscle fibers, you know it's going to be a bad call. <laughs> circumstance, a true legend and icon of the game. Fucking oath is not going to take his place in the Hall of Fame because he doesn't want footy to be any part of his life. And as I say, any wonder when what it all is. And it's the revisitation of the failings of the past. They were failings that were again owned by Richard Goiter today. In hindsight, the AFL recognises the mistakes that it made in real time, but there's no... Fucking good old 2020 AFL. Oh, yeah, it was, um, yeah we're sorry in the past. We weren't sorry then, but we're sorry now. We didn't know what to say then because we actually yeah. thought we'd piss more people off. So now we're doing it when we, uh, we're pretty sure we're doing it. Um, I wonder if they said to him, like, I don't know, you know, I don't know if you uh, know about uh, what we're doing with football at the minute, but uh, we've got what, two weeks of Indigenous <laughs> rounds. <laughs> two, two weeks, just if you don't know, two. But, uh, they are also bye weeks. Yeah. But there's two weeks. That's pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Well, I'd, I'd say pretty, pretty good. I mean, if I was looking at someone who's who changed as a result of that, so again, 
Again, in the statement that came, there was the reiteration of an unreserved apology. The treatments of Adam in his final years at AFL level drove him from football. The AFL and our game did not do enough to stand with him at the time and call it out. We hope that there will be a time in the future when Adam will want to be connected to the game again. This is a decision for Adam and Adam only, and we understand and respect his choice. Yeah, uh, and then we... whole segment, any time they could have ever brought that up, all of that could have just been summed up with, oh, we want Adam Good to say, um, say it's okay to us. We feel bad. That's yeah. what every single one of these segments is. Well, this it's is... pretty much just all of them going, we feel bad. Mm. This is what... <laughs> but no, 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 Robbo, Robbo got in there with a hot take. This is what Robbo said. Oh, come on, build a bridge, get over it, Adam. It was five years ago. Yeah. But to be fair, no one really cares what I think. But I. Yeah, I'll play that again. Oh, come on, Bill Bridge, get over it, Adam. It was five years ago. Yeah. Hot take, Robert. I respect him more, but I fucking. Like, at least. I don't know. The rest of them fucking just dancing around it. Like, they all go, oh, you know, it's, I don't know why he doesn't want to be a part of it. It's because it's cause we're racist, you fucking yeah. dickhead. And then on top of that, people are more racist when you tell them they're racist. They, they, they go like, what, me racist? Watch me double down and still say it I'm not. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, 100%. But then, so that's, that's what he's dealing with. And that cunt never wants to fuck. He goes to one game a year. Yeah. He goes to one game with um uh, with Michael O'Loughlin yeah. every year, but he doesn't leave the box no. because he doesn't want the cameras to just point at him, and yeah. he doesn't want people. He doesn't want to run the risk of people booing him, and and also it is at the SCG though, so he doesn't go anywhere but home. Oh yeah, to do it, and that's yeah. I mean, yeah, it's fucking tragic. It's sad. Well, the truth of the matter but, is, uh, the best can we do? can hope for is that the racists will come around to this point that it's like yo I hate him because he's black but I will admit he's one of the greatest players of all time like that's the best we can fucking hope for in this country not I'm racist and I should change Man, my ways it's, but it's like you yeah, fuck him because he's black but you know great player I'll give him that uh, that's what they're waiting for just for people to go like look I didn't like the colour the way he played in the color of his skin. That, that's what I didn't like. It was a, it was, a, it was not a, it was not a good. Uh, that's what I didn't like about it. Fucking, yeah, no. they're fucked. And um, like it's like, how the fuck are they meant to even be like? Nah, it's all right. We're woke now, Adam. Yeah. We, forgive us, please. Like, kind of was like fucking not even that long ago. What was it like? Six, seven years ago. I don't know. So bad. Yeah. <clears throat> Bloody weak as piss. That's what it is. Right on lethal. Um, let's have a quick chat about the Saints. Saints have got some real problems. Uh, real problems. It's hard to even know where to start here, Kane. This uh, review yeah, that I mean, Carlton are doing... Real problems. That's what I say when someone's got fucking stage four cancer. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think that's the fucking personal equivalent of what's going on at St Kilda. They are dying fast. And if they've spent so much money on this squad that when this squad fucking capitulates, they're going to... I reckon this could be it. I reckon this could be that much of a fuck-up that if they tank it, because this squad's going to tank it, they're fucked. They could fuck it that hard that they are fucking signing the fucking... They've already signed 
metaphorically, they've signed the fucking um the waiver to send fucking to pack up uh, the suburb of Moorabbin and place it on the fucking coastal shores of fucking Tasmania. You know, they've fucking signed that waiver already. They're done. Yeah, but you play the one. Oh, man, Sledge fucking, he sums up their, their season so far. The stories of the year last year, everyone jumped on the ride of them winning a final and all those sorts of things, but, you know, losses, 75 points, 86 points, 54 points, 111, and the way that game swung on the weekend, you can see things aren't quite right. <laughs> aren't quite right. They're fucked, Sledge. They are fucked. Mm, they're cooked, and the team is old, and they're fucked. They're I like mean, Brisbane, I said it. I said it weeks ago. I thought it was a month ago. They're like Brisbane after Brisbane got Favola and Staker and all those yeah. old guys, and then Brisbane was like trying to fucking like make a premiership to it with them, and because that never worked out, then they got stuck with a bunch of cunts who were not good enough to play AFL anymore, yeah. but they were on long contracts because so they pinched them all, and then all of a sudden they've just fucked the next five to ten years of the club as well. They're fucked. Yeah, it's funny. Um, in seasons past, in in recent memory. Uh, we've we've talked. People will talk about how close the competition was. Like anyone could win it. You know, like every team was kind of even mm. for, for for some time. But like this year, there are mm. like really only two, three, four good teams, and everybody else is fucking trash. You know, inconsistent or yeah. inconsistent at best, or just fucking falling apart. Like Carlton, like Collingwood, like North Melbourne, like fucking. Hawthorne. Yeah. Like that whole that whole just outside of the eight bracket yeah. is absolutely fucked. Just fucked. And then like but the the bottom eight is all kind of they they're all the not not the bottom eight, the bottom ten are kind of like they can compete with one another, but they cannot compete with eight and up. No. Yeah, it's I like mean, two you different were comps. Before, fucking Fremantle yeah, Fremantle is keeping the uh, they're four points out of the eight and they're keeping the ninth man dream alive. A combination of fucking the Perth dynasty, the Perth powerhouses are fucking um, kind of like fusing together their efforts to try and push fucking Richmond down on them. And then, nah, it's, but it's not going to happen because that gap between eighth and ninth has never been bigger. No. It's absolutely fucked. They want to do like a wild, that wild card thing we spoke about last week. That's just boring. Yeah. Like that game will be so fucking shit. Yeah, no. They're fucking trash teams. Yeah, I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch that fucking celebrity Ted Witten match that they toss in there than that shit. You know they usually chuck that in in the grand final week or whatever. Yeah, they should just do like a. I reckon that fucking up to that that uh, bye week, they should just fucking make it like um, uh, like you know, uh, because it's a weird thing they do in soccer when on like the last day of the league, they play, like, all the games at once, and they go, like, okay, this has just happened over here. Crazy. This one just happened over here. Holy shit. And they try and, like, re- uh-huh. they really hype it up and they do it well. They should do that with local footy in that bye week. Just, like, play a bunch of fucking grand finals, but try to, like, those local footy grand finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And jazz it up as much as you can. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's usually um, wrapped up earlier than then, though. That's the thing with local footy. Local yeah, footy. Yeah, they work with the work with them. They give them a little bit of money. AFL gives them a little bit of money. Work with the put it around. You yeah, well, let them let them let them finish the season, but then train for this grand final carnival that happens before the actual AFL grand final. Yeah, they got to do something with that. I, I reckon they got to. They can't fucking. Yeah, they got to fucking around with that a bit. 
Um, there. Oh, yeah. Fucking sorry. We were talking about, uh, yeah, sorry, St. Kilda. Yeah, I don't know. No. I don't know what to say. I, mean, I feel like we've done everything. Fucking like, they're fucked. Then they'll win a game. It'll be like, there's something here. And then it's like, no, they're shit. They were shit before. They're shit now. They're going to be shit later. They're fucking... What was the thing, put, Shane Warne? He's a St. Kilda put person. A can't bowl, can't catch. These guys can't kick, can't win. Yep. Yep. No, I don't know what to, I don't know what else to say. I mean, no one's talking about is Ratten a shit coach? Is he fucking dog shit now? Are we gonna start saying that? Like I mean all Well Buckley's gone, so they yes. can't they can't fucking shit on him anymore. They've got Teague to shit on and I guess Ratten as well. Oh and Stewie Doo is still flying under the radar as the he's the next country to get the sack. I my hot tip um is hot gonna be tip. the fucking um like I reckon twenty twenty two Nathan Buckley is coaching Gold Coast. Penlebury mm. goes up to Gold Coast. Wow. Hot takes. Heard it here first. Because no one wants Pendlebury. I mean, Pendlebury, they, do they want him? At, like, I mean, he was their best on ground on fucking, on um, Saturday or Sunday or Monday, whichever one. Fuck, I don't know what day it is. Fuck this lo- fuck lockdown. Um, <laughs> it just fucks with your head a bit. Yeah, it does. But I like, he was their best on ground on fucking Monday. But they don't want him there next year. No. And I, he must be on a year-by-year rolling contract. Mm-hmm. But he might, might have a contract trigger that means he gets to fucking play next year. However, I mean, do, do you want a guy that was that embodies like what Nathan Buckley was pretty much? Yeah. You don't want that guy hanging around. No. He was apparently a diehard Buckley-like guy. Yeah. And he, like, if you've got to refresh the whole team, you're kicking out your oldest guy first. But that guy... That guy's body is kept in such good nick that if Buckley stayed around long enough for him to get the 400 games, he mm-hmm. would get the 400 games. Yeah. So that's what I reckon. If Buckley gets a job next year, which I think there is a chance he will get a job. Yeah. I, I think if he's getting a job next year, it's Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. I reckon he might get Gold Coast because Gold Coast got to be looking at Stewie doing being like, you, you're just you're mulling around. You're yeah. doing nothing, cunt. Yeah. But they it's played against Brio on the weekend. They were so... They were so shit against Frio. They were fucking shit. Stewie Doo has the fucking, like, consistency of Mountain Dew. The cunt is fucked. It's just hot sludge. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's 100%. nothing going on there. <sighs> yeah. Well, it's been a big, big Buckley episode. Do you want to head into the uh, the tips for the round? Yep. Um, all right. What we got? Friday night football. It's a big one. It is my Geelong Cats against the second place Dogs. Three versus two. Um, well, I, you didn't talk about that. How how was how'd you like that game? That was a good game. Uh, Geelong Port. Yeah, really good game. Yeah, I mean, Geelong Port. it made me. I, I believe I said to you, fucking during the game. I think this twenty twenty one squad is one of my favourite Geelong teams ever. The fact that they broke the record with ten. Really. Yeah, the fact that they broke the record with 10 plus 30, like 30-year-old 30 players, 10 30-year-old players on the squad for the yeah, first the time ever. Yeah, the oldest team to ever play. Oldest team to ever, oldest team to ever win a game of yeah. AFL football. And they look like they fucking... They, they, look, it, it was a really, really good game of football. Port, Port Adelaide are no fucking bullshit team. Um, but that, those cunts didn't look like they were in their 30s. Um, Jeremy Cameron's yeah, fucking... Yeah, no, they, looked, they always looked a class above. 
Jeremy I mean, Cameron deserves God's jersey because really. that cunt is fucking incredible. He is the best forward in the game, hands down. Oh, yeah, he's so good. Um, so and good. I mean, this, I could go on and on about the supporting cast of Geelong. I'm fucking super stoked. This is Friday yeah, Night Football uh, this week. The funniest thing is that he had five, Hawkins kicked four. Like, they can both kick a bag in a game. That's what makes them dangerous. Yeah. I mean, and they, they were handed him like, Hawkins, the best thing is Hawkins isn't hungry. He'll fucking goal assist before he'll, if he, if he thinks he might miss it, yeah. he'll goal assist. So, like, um, yeah. it's it's fucking like, great. That's the, that's fucking, the number the for Hawkins that, that people don't give that. him credit for is his amount of goal assists. He'll be like, oh, I didn't but kick any goals that game, fuck? but he was, like, involved in every fucking goal that we did kick, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. but, like, no one brings up the fact that, like, I mean, I didn't even notice Dangerfield. That he was so outdone by everyone. That blew my fucking mind. The fact that the t- the rest of the team was playing so good that Dangerfield didn't even like fucking like he wasn't a no. X they factor. didn't move him. No, nah. he just played like a pretty chill game. Yeah, there was at no point, and even in the same when it was tight, it was really tight. They never went to the point where they're like. Like, all right, danger forward, yeah. reshuffle, reshuffle, come on. We've got to make, okay, we've got to get that last off. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think it's a hot take to say, uh, but Geelong has the best fucking forward line in, in the in the comp. Rowan, Rowan, uh, Rowan Hawkins and Jezza is ridiculous. Yeah, no, nah, I don't think I don't think you beat them. Uh, when they're on, when, uh, when, they're when on, they can consider, like, the ball to them. they have yeah. often kicked. Fifteen between them, like yeah. But the one thing is, they're missing a fucking, they're missing a Cosy Pickett, a Charlie Cameron, yep. a what? What is? Yeah, because Rowan um, isn't that. Yeah, Rowan isn't that. But I mean, or, or a Liam Ryan or a Shy Bolton. I mean, four of the other teams in the top eight have a player like that. Mm-hmm. But that's the only thing they're missing. But I mean, if the ball, if the ball's coming out of the midfield, well. It's going to fucking destroy up forward. And I think that they're going to beat Western Bulldogs this weekend. Too. It's down at GMHBA as well, which is to our advantage. I think that they will... Uh, they'll probably be a, I reckon there's a chance there might be a crowd in. I, I do too. But you never know. I think that we might hear an announcement from the AFL. Uh, I'm going to take a wild stab at it, say Wednesday night, Thursday, about... Ticket probably because there's a Friday night game. Wednesday we'll get an announcement whether or not AFL crowds can come back and when our easements will come into Victoria. Because it seems like we get we get announcements quickly when there's football seats at stake. Because there's money to be made. Oh, yes, brother. there is. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm obviously like, going to yeah, tip 5, the cats. Five thousand tickets. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, I'm going cats, but I'm going cats because Bulldogs still have a shitload of um, injuries. Like yeah. they got Trelaw and Dunkley and other other players out, so that's why I'm really confident that John will win. But uh, come finals, it's a lot closer than that. Yeah. Um. Then it's Gold Coast oh, versus God. Port Adelaide. That's going to be a massacre. I reckon Port are going to take out all their frustrations from the week before on yeah. these poor sons. It's at Metricon too. And they're so going to demolish them. It's a murder at home. Oh. Uh, then after that, another thriller. Wow. What a Saturday. What an action-packed Saturday of football they've got. North Melbourne versus the Brisbane Lions. I've got a question for you. It's a, it's an honest question. How, how did Brisbane go in the cold? 
It's in fucking Tasmania. I there no there's no the weather isn't gonna fucking bridge the gap. It might snow. That. When Brisbane was in eighteenth might snow. Fuck it. The North Melbourne players for some reason are defeated from last week. I don't know why they're <laughs> defeated. They walked <laughs> off and they were like, Oh they felt they looked they looked as if it was worse drawing with Greater Western Sydney than it was to fucking lose to them. And I'm thinking like, cunt, now you're up to six points that no one expected you ever to get this yeah. year. So, I mean, really, you're just winning. <laughs> they should be elated, but they look fucking defeated. And I reckon Brisbane is just going to destroy them. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a gone. clinic. North Melbourne somehow had a tough game last week that was gritty and shit. And like, yeah, we're in this, boys. It wasn't last week. It was the week before that... Brisbane just tore their competition apart. It was like absolutely surgical. I think that is what we will see. Now it was two weeks. Yeah, two yeah, weeks two, ago. Not last three week. weeks ago, yeah. they three weeks ago they absolutely annihilated GWS. Mm-hmm. Then a week later, they had one half where they destroyed Melbourne. But then, but the other half, they got like found out completely. Mm-hmm. So I reckon that's going to be on their minds as well. Plus, the, I reckon Bulldog Brisbane will win. I reckon there's no mentality issue with Brisbane because no. they've choked. Too many fucking bad no. things. It's bloody. It's fourth versus eighteenth, for fuck's sake. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. Now, GWS now the games get a bit more Carlton. competitive, but not better in skill. Uh, Giants versus Carlton. <laughs> I am gonna tip the Blues. I'm gonna go. I'm going Giants, and I reckon if you're a Carlton fan, you should be going for the Giants because you need you need the T train to be put to a halt. If the team yeah. train gets just a little bit of coal, it'll fucking tear through the rest of your season. Patrick Cribbs will fucking go, I can't trust the conductor of this train. And he'll jump off like he's in Grand Theft Auto. And he'll fucking skin <laughs> his face off. But he'll still be like, it's better to be here than on there. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, I'm going for the fucking, I'm going with Giants. That's a, that's a hot take. That the... Um... Carlton supporters should go for the opposition to win this one to tank their team so bad that yeah it can be Teague the tank engine. Um, it'll be like a fucking it'll be like a heritage round. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they're tanking again. You know, like, come on, what's up to love? And yeah, get the, sauce back in there. Come on. To close close the round out, a fucking banger of a game with Hawthorne versus Essendon, seventeenth versus eleven. I hope Hawthorne win. I want Hawthorne to win so bad. Just because then they can fucking, like, A, if they win, there'll be pressure on Hawthorne to give um, Clarkson a new contract, which would be fucking hilarious. Yeah. Because he was shithoused like a couple of weeks ago. And then on top of that, I want fucking Hawthorne to win. Then fucking those Essendon fans, they had three wins on the trot and they went, we're fucking back. I mean, I think there's something to talk about here. We might play finals. Oh, I mean, it's mathematically possible. Mathematically <laughs> possible. Oh, look at here we go. We got, we're an informed team. We almost beat Richmond. And then I wanted to fucking die to Hawthorne's ragtag bunch of fucking hangers on. Yeah. I, I'm not even going to... I have so Hawthorne much... Hawthorne is the football equivalent of entourage. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's one guy that, that people give a fuck about, and the rest of them are just there. You know what I mean? Like, there's Clarkson, he's the main dude. Yeah. And then, like, Sean Burgoyne is getting to the point where he's kind of like Johnny Drama. 
Yeah. He's just an old cunt who's hanging around. And it's like, yeah. what are you doing here? You were relevant five years ago. Fuck off. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, no, I, I, I think the Dons it. will actually win this one. But I think all I want for the Essendon Football Club is for them to trade uh, McDonald, Tip, and Woody to a good, like to a team that he can fucking play on that's good because he's a fucking incredible talent, and I'd I'd love to see him tear shit up with a good saint, a good side. Oh, don't worry. Once he hits fucking twenty nine or thirty one, he'll be at Geelong. I'll be down Geelong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, man. I like the retirement village. Paid dividends this week, last weekend. So fucking <laughs> keep it up. Let's up that fucking age. Get you know, get another mm-hmm. ten years out of fucking Tom Hawkins, and we'll make make the fucking oldest player to ever kick a bag. <laughs> uh, cool. All right, man. Uh, it's been a, a a good episode. I'd kick that. We'll be back next week. And uh, yeah, take care of yourself, uh, Collingwood supporters. It's it's been a rough year. Nathan Buckley pushed. I, I believe so. Another turning point. I drive back past Palm Road. Eddie grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go. So make the best of this rest and don't ask the missus why. It's not a question, but the reason you left your wife is something unpredictable, but black and white. Oh, Bucks, I hope you've had the time of your life. So take the photographs and still frames in your mind. Chuck them on a shelf with BNF snow flag in sight. It's something unpredictable You fucked the salary cap And to go he's doing time And he has quit the board And Joffa fucked a child You want nothing, Bucks And we don't really mind